You're listening to The Food Talk Show. Hi there. Hi there. Hello. Hi there. My name is Susie Warren-Smith and for the next 30 minutes we're going to be talking all things food and drink. I'm joined by my fellow presenter AJ Sharp. Hello. <laughs> let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> Who is a taste expert and that's because she's a drudge for the Great Taste Awards, loads of other awards, she's a food writer, she does loads and loads of stuff. And today, well first of all I want to talk about Deal. Oh Delia yeah. Delia Smith is oh, like yeah. one of my... my, my I don't know. I think actually my mum didn't teach me to cook, but Delia taught yeah. me to cook. Um, so I have a huge soft spot. So I want to talk about Delia Smith. Um, she can't be on the programme because she's got loads of things to do. And she's 81 now. Is she? She's 81. I was trying to guess. Yeah, no, she no, looks she's 81. fantastic. It was, it was her birthday last month. So she's 81. So we couldn't get her to come all the way from Norwich or wherever she lives. Mm-hmm. But I just want to talk a little bit about her. And then we've got a great guest uh, who we'll come on to uh, in a tick. Why am I talking about Delia? Well, well come on. Sh- a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, it was the Guild of Food Writers 25th Annual Awards. And Delia Smith was honoured at the awards as a lifetime achievement. achievement. Yeah. And, and quite deservedly so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the really exciting part was that a very special VIP guest was, I mean, literally flown in, I believe. He was very, very tanned from having been somewhere. Um, Jamie Oliver came to do the speech and, and to award her with this, with this honour. Some great photos of him. It was, it was a very um, poignant, wasn't it? And, and I it think was, everybody was like in tears. We all had a tear in our eye because it was so genuine and heartfelt. And I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of Jamie Oliver and Delia Smith. So yeah. you've got two of your idols on the stage. And he's giving her this tribute speech about how he, she has influenced his life and the lives of all of his colleagues and other people he's come across. And everyone in the room is feeling that same emotion from, you know, one idol to another idol. It was, it was a really electric atmosphere that night. Yeah, I mean, she did get a lot of flack at one time from, you know, some, from in inverted commas, professional chefs, because they were saying that she was dumbing down cooking and all that. And I just thought, what a load of rubbish. Really unfair, because there are a lot of people out there who don't know how to cook. And it's great having some, am I allowed to say poncy? I don't want to know anyway. <laughs> you know, some poncy program where you, you learn how to cook like a Michelin chef and pile stuff on, you know, high and all that rubbish, which makes great entertainment. But it's not about, it's not actually about cooking, really. There is a huge place for somebody to teach you the basics of how to create great food for for your family you know and that's that's what she did and with the help of wikipedia which you can't always trust but you know she left school at 16 and she started working as a hairdresser she yeah nothing to do with, that's why she's got nice hair have you noticed yeah she does always have mm. good hair and then at 21 she started working um in a in a small little sort of little restaurant in paddington uh starting off washing dishes no i mean what an, ama- what an amazing what achievement an really yeah yeah and then she went on to waitressing and eventually she started helping with the cooking and then she started reading cookery books and finding out more about it. And, and then she got a job at um, uh, some television studios in London where she was preparing the food for, for, the, for the studio photography uh, and, you know, and stuff like that. And, and that's how she started. And, and I remember watching her. Well, my first book I think I got was um, 
how to cheat at cooking. Oh yeah, which I, I loved took, that. Well, which I took to university as a student because yeah. I didn't know how to cook at all. Mm. So I found that really useful, making an amazing meal uh, by by sort of you know just cheating. Yeah. But it wasn't cheating; it was just shortcuts. It was that you shortcuts. Could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, uh, I still have it now, and I bought a, a coffee for both my children, which is the big, huge Delia Smith, the complete Smith. guide. Yeah, I have that. It was the first cookery book I was ever given, it's and I was huge. given it to go to university. It's huge, and if you ever want to look up how to make Yorkshire pudding or how to anything. gravy or how to holiday sauce, anything, yeah, every tiny thing is in there, and it always works every time without fail. Amazing. Mm. So. Um, yeah, what a legend. We love you, Delia. Just thought we'd let you know. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Couldn't help myself there. Um, I do believe that you made uh, a, I know you've just tried to skate over it, but you made a complete embarrassment of yourself <laughs> with did. Jamie Oliver, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> just went up to him and made it. I did. There was this whole sort of row of um, very prestigious food writers saying incredibly intelligent things about his life works, you know, your work with school children and low fat, low sugar. We're really, really passionate about that. And somebody else said something else incredibly intelligent. And then they sort of said all the things that I thought that I might say. So as he got to me down this row, I just went, I just love you. <laughs> did you actually say that? Yes. God, that's really He did give me a massive grin and I got a little hug and a picture with him. But you know that moment, I'm sorry. I do normally have more intelligent things to say, but I just love you. <laughs> you can help yourself. <laughs> yes. So today we're going to talk, I'm going to call it convenience food on purpose, which is back to our, our Delia in the, in the 70s, really, where I think that was started to be coined, you know, he sort of had TV dinners and, you know, and stuff like that. And convenience foods, I always think of a microwave and that gets a, a bad rap, really, for some of the awful things mm. that got created. It has come on a bit, hasn't it? Oh, enormously. Uh, and there are some now really, some really good stuff. So... We've got an expert on that today, and I, I, I'd quite like to talk about the role of convenience food in 2022, um, and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Nikki Clark. Hello. Hello. Of, of Re-Nourish. Uh, I buy your stuff mm. because my nearest supermarket is Waitrose. I, mm. I do a lot of the local stuff and farm shops, but this is always on the shelf. Thank you so much. I'm not making it up. This is honestly true. And um, the one I like, because everybody knows I love ginger, the one I like is the roasted carrot and ginger. It's great. And you just microwave it in the the bottle, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, And very, very distinct packaging. Yeah. Really distinct. And and just just says health, doesn't it? Everything about it. The colour is vibrant. Literally, the wording on the front of it just makes it so clear. This is something that's really good for your body. Yeah. So let's let's start off with, with with how you started, Nikki. Now, in front of us, we've got these this this bottled soup. I think is probably the best way to describe it. You spent a lot of time developing the actual bottle itself, didn't you? I did over nine months. I mean, it wasn't as quite as many prototypes of dice as Dyson, but you know, Nearly. not far off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yes, um, and, but why did you do that? I mean. I, I, I guess we were used to the Covent Garden Soup Company cartons where you yep. pull the cart Tetra pack, tetra pack uh, apart, which was a massive development on from tin soup. Yeah. Uh, why, why do this? So I had started a company called Nourished uh, in 2010. And actually, I wrote to Jamie Oliver, by the way, because I was also doing children's <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, more of that later. But um, I was doing breakfast, lunch, dinner. 
uh, to your door before Mindful Chef and we were doing soups and everybody loved the soup, but it was in a pouch and um, we had the cast of Downton Abbey. Oh, Actually, wow, yeah, brother. Ealing Studios and on set. Um, oh, Maggie Smith, love yes. uh, yeah. the whole cast. Um, went to see them actually. So, um, and I had that kind of light bulb moment at three a.m. in in um, the kitchens, just thinking, why has nobody done it in a bottle? Mm-hmm. And it's as, it's just disrupting this antiquated. But in a cat- bottle, what you mean is 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 sort of heatable, uh, a heatable bottle. Yeah. With a screw top, yeah. which means you can just take or loosen the screw top. Yeah. It goes in the microwave yeah. and and you could literally actually drink it out of the bottle if you wanted yeah. or, or, or pour it into a bowl. And that was your yeah. that was your big moment. That was my big moment because, as we know, soup has been around for centuries, I mean, thousands of years, but nobody had made it convenient. And you 6,000 BC. Oh, thank you. Apparently. <laughs> thank you, uh, <laughs> The earliest archaeological evidence for the consumption of soup dates back to 6,000 yeah. BC. Yeah. And apparently it was hippopotamus soup, which you probably didn't need no, to know. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but, but making, you know, food stretch further and, and, yeah. and being a liquid is... Yeah. is exactly you know, As that. old as man, isn't it, really? Yeah. And, and my background prior to starting you know, nourished and renourished, was um, I was a critical care nurse in a really busy London hospital. Yeah. So knowing that this was so, you know, it's primarily healthy and health is definitely in it. It's not just a bottle, but what goes into it. But also if you're struggling to to eat solid food, um, you don't want some horrible mashed up. No. You know, I think it's so demeaning to, to be isn't, given that, really. Isn't it? I yeah. mean, the, the hospital food, yeah. yeah. That's another topic. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 30 minutes. It's absorbed into your body. No mm. sugar. Because it's better, isn't it? I get nutrition from your food than from a supplement or something. Absolutely. Of yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the absorption of it. Yeah. Now, can we just taste one while it's hot and then we can carry on? Yeah. Now, you've got... I think you've got six or seven things in the range, haven't you? Yes. Yes. yes yeah. So this one is yellow split pea, turmeric and dal. Oh. Yeah. Now for me, um, probably not so much me now in my sort of stage of life, but for you, AJ, you've got, you know, a couple of kids, your husband's working, you're working, you're running around all day, you get back, you sort the kids out and then, you know, maybe they go to bed and you go, right, oh. No, yeah. I can't be bothered to cook, actually. And you're always worrying about your kids' nutrition. Mm-hmm. So every week I'm thinking, gosh, they must remember to have fish and this and mm-hmm. that and the other. And should I be introducing whatever? Mm-hmm. And I'm the last, you know, me, myself and my husband, with the last consideration, you tend to just get something that's really convenient and quick, which is why something like this is just fantastic. Absolutely. We have all of, well, our superstar community, as we call they constantly tag us in and we have this whole thing hashtag pimpy soup nice which is adding so many people add rice to this Uh, you know so you come home just add whatever you want we are accidentally vegan we don't judge Mm -hmm. so add what you want to it with a bit of rice that's your meal I like that accidentally oh, like, vegan. Like a kind of risotto and then you pour yeah. it in. Yeah. <gasps> that must be delicious. Yeah, also, um, I, so I've got my allotment at the moment. Potatoes are great. You know, spinach is great. You could just chuck a load of potatoes in that. It's fantastic. So that is um, that is yellow split pea, turmeric, dull. Slightly spicy edge. Mm. And it's got lovely? a beautiful deep yellow colour. 
isn't it? Yeah, which is the turmeric. Mm. I mean, everyone. It's great for you as well. Yeah. Really, really. Is it anti-inflammatory? That's something it. Like that. Good for arthritis. Mm. Good for you. And it's got lovely length. That flavour's deep, isn't it? It's not. It's gorgeous. It's got a lovely length to it. It's it it lasts. It's a bit it's of got, cumin. It's got mung beans, coconut milk. Yeah, you can taste. There's a oh, sort of a texture there, isn't there? Mm. Sort of. Cumin I suppose that's the... coming from the split peas. Is it? Yeah, that kind of protein. And, and you want the che- you know you want the lovely sort of. Um, mung bean mm. so you want to have a bit of a crunch yeah that's nice just want it all mm. but spicy so talk to me about the microwave so the microwave mm. is is a, a much maligned one might say it is. i do have a microwave in my kitchen mm-hmm. i have to say i normally just use it for heating plates up it's not a great idea <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all i use i didn't it know for. you could do that <laughs> right <laughs> minute and a half plates are warm that's amazing yeah it's a great idea mm. um but uh there are becoming some really quite good microwavable things that, that, that you know, are nutritious. I don't think anything could beat this, mm. frankly. Mm. Um, but, so why the microwave? Did, did you feel that it was being underutilised? Yeah, it is about health, convenience. And, and when we look at what the person today spends, the amount of time they spend preparing meals as halved, So the average person spends 47 minutes a day on their entire meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Does that include eating them? (laughs) I'm surprised it's even as preparing them. I mean, and so if you can then give convenience and health Mm. and then sustainability, and then you are ticking. Really contributing. There's no compromise then, is there? There isn't. Everything's been ticked. Everything that you were setting out to do at the beginning of your week is yeah it's done and never before had soup you've been able to throw it in your bag mm-hmm. you know those pots can you imagine just can't, can't do that, no can you? you can't do that so, so that so that can be in your fridge at home mm-hmm. or you can just buy it in the supermarket you can just put it in your bag and it'll be fine maybe for a couple of hours a couple of hours and then you can just heat it up heat it up or some of these we can have cold which yeah. we're going to taste in a minute yeah they're almost like amazing sort of dinner smoothies yeah they really yeah. are because you... you can drink them straight out of the bottle absolutely you? that yeah, was... and that's the point isn't it yeah mm. yeah to make mm. it to disrupt i mean soup has had no innovation since new covent garden and that yeah. was in 1980 yeah 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 eight absolutely. i think yeah. storm the scene so um yeah so it's like 40 years later come on let's go so now i'm gonna <laughs> yeah yeah oh, now i'm gonna uh, taste this one. I haven't had this one before either. Uh, Bright pea, green one. Pea, yep. basil, and lemon. I yep. do Ooh. like a pea. I love a pea. <laughs> love a pea. I used to live next door to a man who ate pea sandwiches, and they are delicious. Don't knock it till you've tried it. Honestly, pea sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely colour again. Uh, and that was the other thing about Renourish is with the suit with our competitors is the Tetra Pak or the big wrap labels. Everybody was hiding. As I wanted nothing, you know, the whole thing of hashtag nothing to hide. As in what, the colour and the, what it looks like? Yeah, so That's behind correct. the label, yeah, yeah. people were wrapping big labels or putting it in a Tetra pack. As I thought, no. Oh, I see. So you couldn't see the colour. No, and like. hiding lots mm. of things. So it was like, no, this the soup, there's no hiding from mm. our soup. Mm. It's, it's a lovely, bright, vibrant green, isn't it? Yeah. And it's actually can, quite hard to keep colour when you're... Yeah, very hard. Vitamin C powder? No, never. 
Never, never, never. No. No. Some people do use yeah. that as a, as a, as a... Yeah, yeah. So but, how long do these last on the shelf? Um, so the shelf life is between 25 and 30 days. It's a long time, wow. isn't it? Yeah. For a fresh. For so a you've fresh. worked for it really hard to, to, to really not have hard. any additional yeah. stuff in order to make uh, that work. Yeah. Gr- no, no. A lot of um, R&D going on there. Yeah, mm. yeah. And that was, and that's imperative. You know, we taste our soups every day, mm-hmm. every mm. single day. And, and heat, you know, you heat it and then you make sure it's chilled to keep the colour and, and give you life. Mm. So, do you mind uh, talking about your personal story? <laughs> because uh, you are of a certain age, if you know, if don't yes, mind me saying. Absolutely. But there again, so am I. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ isn't. Uh, <laughs> luckily, this is radio, because obviously I'd never get on the telly <laughs> the way I look. But you and I have been discussing the fact, that actually, uh, for me, when my children left home, you know, and they're all sorted and they've they've got their first, yep. either renting or, yeah, but they're all sorted and they've left home. Um and you, in a way, you have no responsibilities. You know, you spent your whole life working. You've got yourself in a position where you, you, you've probably paid off most of your mortgage, you know, whatever it is. And that, for me, is a time where I was thinking, oh, I should do something. You know, okay, I might be uh, in my early 50s, but, you know, why not do something? Mm-hmm. Just to prove I can. <laughs> and and in a way, I don't really have anything to lose. And also, you know, I'm coming towards the last third of my life. If you're going to do something, you've got to crack on and do it while you can. Absolutely. Uh, sort of thing. Did, did you feel, or was there sort of a life event for you that triggered that? So, yes. So I um, I had, you know, happily married, or so I thought, um, for 14 years and out of the blue, and I know some people would think, oh, no, yes, she must have um, my, I found out that my um, husband had, was having an affair with my best friend. I'll do better with a cliche than that. <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, and so everything that I thought I stood for, so I was you know, mum of two boys who were nine and ten at the time, yeah. um, just blew up overnight because I think what you what you think in your head is like no this is what I've always been taught yeah yeah I'm hoping it's not quite the same now but but it's like no no you're supposed to get married yeah have children yeah work all day yeah get a house pay the mortgage off you know that is what you are supposed to do and then you have grandchildren and I don't know whatever (laughs) and then that's that's supposed to be the end of it yeah uh but all of that suddenly exploded exploded so my whole world blew up overnight and were you working did you have it so i we were due to go to um abu dhabi oh wow so we were due to um yeah relocate relocate Mm -hmm. he'd uh taken a job with um out there and we were due to to move and then he um lost his job and i found this out just by chance and um and I remember thinking I remember getting into bed it was a sort of thinking crikey that's it I could swear but I won't yeah. <laughs> which is what I really thought and I lay down on my in my bed thought that's it everything that I thought t- was touch, my life all your sort of touchstones yes yeah. yeah so you what's going to happen to the kids yeah is that going to yeah. work everything the house everything mm. you my know, possessions everything yeah. 
um, and didn't have family, didn't have mum and dad to fall back on or anything like that. And, you know, when your best friend does that, you don't even have her to run to. So it was the whole thing. And then it was, um, right, I took two weeks feeling sorry for myself. That's an incredibly short amount of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very. I did. I was like, lay down. And then I thought, right, you're going to damn well read about me. And, <laughs> and that was I'm going to be a big deal. The, I am going to be a big show deal. You. I'm going to show you. I am yeah. going to show you because I've got nothing now to lose. Yeah. Because I've lost the whole goddamn lot. So let's go. Gloves are off. Wow. And I'd had a previous... Um, I'd had nourish, so I was used to food. I'd had this idea, but didn't act on it because we were going to Abu Dhabi. So within eight weeks of of finding out, I had incorporated re-nourish, and that was it. Wow. But, started going for it. So, yeah, but I had to, you know, it wasn't just, um, you know, it was this laser focus of I've got this idea in a bottle nobody's done it in the world brilliant you know it wasn't like a snack where you know yeah yeah. and um so I've got to find a I can do it because everyone's telling me I can't do it b I've got to find a manufacturer and c then I've got to get retail listings Mm. um and and so put this business plan together and have you done this before no I haven't no no, who cares I'm gonna go for it (laughs) I mean, in a way, as you say, what have you got to lose? Yes. And, and that's not about revenge, is it? It's no. about, Mm-mm. I don't know, Wondering proving more. somehow, proving to yourself. Yeah. Uh, and knowing, having that inherent knowledge inside you that you've got more, that there's, there's yeah. something more yeah. to give and you've got something that you're going to do that's going to mm. really benefit an enormous amount of people yeah. that's special. Yeah. I also think it means that you're, you're a role model to your, to your boys as yes. well. And I, I think people underestimate... Um, how much children watch you and what you're doing and and actually if you're working every day and you're doing things you you are an inspiration they'll hate you when they're teenagers because they They are hating me yeah don't worry but they'll that will come back um and they'll be fine but but you know don't underestimate what what how important that 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 role model is and how proud they will be of you even if they don't say obviously Mm -hmm. they won't Mm -hmm. they're like mum oh God, don't talk now? about your soup. You're so boring. <laughs> <laughs> so my kids go, what are you doing now? <laughs> Still saying that. Um, so I've just tasted that. Now, uh, unbelievably, the show's nearly finished. Can you believe that? Oh, um, let's let, Tell us about this uh, gazpacho. Oh, I oh, love yes. gazpacho, oh. but I can't find any decent examples in the UK much. No. It's very hard to crack, isn't it, the taste? It is. You know, when you go to Spain on holiday, you know, and oh, it's It's just, everywhere. That is... Yeah. It there's is. jars in every shop if you it's go to Spain just, or Italy. Yeah, and there's but. some homemade, you know, families have got their own recipes. But it's got a very distinct taste, which I find a little... You might be better at describing it, actually, AJ. How did... I know this has been very hard for you to crack, hasn't it? This has been a labour of love, my gazpacho, because the gazpacho that we have in the UK or, or on the shelf is, in fact, pasteurised. Right. It's not fresh. Yeah. And those tomatoes are frozen. Right. And I wanted to, you know, again, be authentic. Oh, that is really authentic. That's so good. Do you know, the first of all for me is the colour. Yeah. It's uh, gazpacho is always that slightly creamy red. Slightly orangey red, red, isn't it? Yes. Kind of my favourite colour. And the consistency. God, you can taste that 
You can taste so... the inside of the tomatoes, not just yes. the... Yeah. What do you know what I mean by that? That's yes. Really you describe it, you're better at taste. Well, it's, there's so many different layers in there. I've, I'm picking up kind of tomato. Is this sort like a, a celery sort or it's something? It's a Himalayan. Is it Himalayan? Mm. It's really well judged. It, there's just mm. enough in there to really pull out mm. those flavours. Little touch mm. of garlic and onion yeah. and things in Olive, there. Extra virgin olive oil. Ah, that creaminess. Is that mm. where that's coming mm. from? And Spanish tomatoes. Yeah. The I mean, tomatoes are the champion here, aren't they? They are. So, yes, so flying out to, to Spain, sourcing the best manufacturer, you know, the best guy, and he makes for three Michelin star chefs, you know, for, for so That's you know so it's going to be good. Um, but the hardest part was then keeping it fresh. So we HPP'd it, which is high-pressure processing. So it's like a submarine, so not pasteurizing it. Yeah. So that is made on the day and then straight to the, the submarine all the, all the goodness is <laughs> yeah and it's just captured. locked in it's yeah. just absolutely locked in so that is completely clean deck and i am all about clean deck and health so you know you i can taste a tiny bit of cucumber which is yeah yeah mm. yeah mm. yep. so no you, added sugar because the tomato no, is so sweet God. no and yeah. if you look at the ingredient deck of that you know, that is as clean as wow. you get, 80% tomatoes. Yeah, tomato, 79, yeah. pepper, 8.2, cucumber, 3, water, extra virgin olive oil, vinegar, salt, garlic. Yeah. And that is it. And that is it. Wow. That is it. And that is your gazpacho as if you made it home. But yeah, wow. again, convenient. And beautifully blended. Because yeah. when I've tried to make it, the right there's texture. always been something. Mm. Yeah, it's got, that's, it's got that, the right texture. Yeah. Now, um, you say accidentally vegan because you're you're really looking at all these amazing ingredients. Like you, you've, we've got kale, spinach, turmeric, roasted carrot, and ginger. Uh, the one I buy a lot: tomato, basil, passion flower. Um, they're nearly all vegan, gluten free, dairy free. Yeah, no um, artificial preservatives, no additives, no added sugar, and they're fresh and not pasteurized. And is that every single variety so, except for? So the um, the the um, Gazpacho is fresh. Yeah, yep. they're all chilled. They're all fresh. Yep. But but our gazpacho is where we HPP it. Yep. The other soups, we, we don't because that's soup making, you know. you. Yep. But yeah, because I worked as a critical care nurse. Mm. So food is medicine, isn't mm. it? It is. Yeah, it is. I agree. Susie and I are just having seconds of gazpacho. <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> yeah, like no, it so I've much. <laughs> well, actually, I'm afraid that's my third. So where can people get these? I know they're, on, they're in Waitrose and Ocado. Yep. Where else can you get them? So Waitrose, Ocado, Whole Foods, online, co-op. We're also in uh, Dubai, Hong Kong. We're launching exactly. into Australia. If you can't get it, just pop over to yes, Sydney. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. The world. So you can have it delivered to your home then. You <laughs> yes, can you can. Get a week supply yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah and the thing with it is, is if it does keep for that long, mm. you, you can have a, a good couple of bottles in the, mm. in the fridge. Yeah. It's so useful if you're yeah. at a loose end. Or, yeah, or you or can add pasta. You know, mums who we are all busy, yeah. you know, and then you get bored or you're a fussy eater. So you can just add some pasta pour over your calm soup mm. and you're done and you're That's, done you're done well um nikki clark of renourish <laughs> very very distinctive packaging it's just black and white labels and then all you can see on the bottle is is the color of the mm. soup 
stands out from everything else on the shelf, so pretty easy to find. The world's first microwavable, fully recyclable bottle. I forgot to say that as well, because that's important. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming along. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm, um, I am definitely going to have, I might even finish off that gazpacho. I might fight you for it. Actually, <laughs> There's another I two will bottles. fight you for it. I, I've left you another two bottles, so don't worry. Oh, got all of it so good, so good. You've been listening to The Food Talk Show. As you know, we're syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield, as well as being available on Audible, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes and the podcast app on your phone and on the fabulous Eat Farm Now broadcast. broadcast. I went into went into Mancunian there, broadcast, <laughs> broadcasting, a broadcasting platform. Thanks, AJ. Do you want to pause on? Mm. Yeah.